Hey guys, welcome to Palhana. This is Neil. I'm the other guy. And we're going back to our roots. We're we're doing some uh, little bit of beverages. We are drinking some Eagle Rare. Bourbon's kind of a popular thing nowadays. You're starting to see a lot more uh, brands and varieties. And well, the Eagle Rare we're getting is is from one of the bigger bourbon distributors, the Buffalo Trace Distillery, known for Pappy Van Winkle. Or the Rip Van Winkle, whatever you want to call it. What else do they have in their line? They have Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, Weller. So there's one other one I remember. But they're all pretty tasty beverages. This one's not bad. I like it. This one's pretty easy going in terms of... It's 90 proof, but it doesn't feel hot at all. Pretty sweet. Not too spicy. Not too no. oaky. I don't like I don't like, like the rye. The rye type of... Like whiskeys and bourbons, like this one is definitely not one of those. I mean, it's not as smoky. I, I think it's not as smoky as like like some of the other brands that oh, they have. No, not at all. This one's really easy drinking. Yep. Kind of dangerous, actually. Yeah. If, <laughs> if if you were to desecrate it with Coke, you could drink a lot of bourbon and cokes. It's a very easy drink. Okay, so I picked another subject today. Uh, last week was graduation for the University of Hawaii. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, good for that. So the class of 2019. Congratulations, millennials. Welcome to the real world. So once in a while, I like to do this like flashbacks kind of thing, like the difference in what we've been through and what what they haven't experienced before. So, But they I, know everything about, though. I'm not talking about like college graduates, but maybe high school graduates. I put together a list of things that happened before they were born. I didn't really stick to any particular category. Kind of pulled a little bit of here and there and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of pop culture, a little bit of politics, a little bit of uh, news and mm-hmm. history, even even some sports. So one of the first things I know I, I put down was half of the graduating. High school class of 2019 was not alive during 9/11. They might have been conceived around that time. Yes. Whatever. Whenever tragedies happen, disasters happen, like blackouts. Right? You have like those. You know, like when there's like the hurricane and there's nothing else to do. And for those that were still alive and do remember September 11th, there was about a week where there was nothing on TV. So. Yeah. I'm sure conception happened in and around <laughs> September 12th, 13th to the. I don't know 21st. if anybody would have been in the mood for something like that. But yeah, I mean, that was a that was a country changing event, right? No, but a lot of times when tragedy happens, you you mm. you feel empathy towards your loved ones, and you have to take care of them more, <laughs> and because that kind of spurred us into a couple wars. I don't know if it's a couple wars or a war that just hasn't ended yet, right? Yeah, there's that. And for these people who uh, were born in 2001, when you say the name Clinton, they'll think of Hillary instead of Bill. Well, yeah. they, they would re- remember him possibly as being a president versus yeah. but he wasn't, the husband of Hillary. Yeah. Of, of, he wasn't, but yeah. he was not their president. Uh, president yeah. Bush was, yeah. was, was in office already, and then Obama after that. yeah. yeah. Bill Clinton's, I think his term ended in 1990, I want to say. Gotta be eight, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because when we say Clinton, we think Bill. Bill, yeah. Right? And all the things that he's done for, you know, during his two terms (laughs) and stuff like that. It was (laughs) a pretty wild ride, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there was like a lot of things, right? There was a lot of... having sexual relations with that woman. Yeah. Allegedly. Well played, uh, sir. Well played. Another groundbreaking... Well, I wouldn't say groundbreaking, but like another major thing that, that they never experienced was Y2K. Remember Y2K? When it was 1999, and then all of a sudden a lot of businesses got freaked the hell out because of the y the quote-unquote Y2K bug. Well, did, they, did they have to face the, the Mayan calendar? Or was that the same as 2000? The idea... No, the idea was the the the, the reason. Well, I know I know the Y two K bug was the one about the computers, but did they have to face that when when the mind calendar is going to flip over? Right, that oh, was, the end of the world. Yeah. So like, what the, was was that post two thousand one? 
It was around that time. Because it was close to the 2000, the turn of the millennia. I, I do remember that, but I'm not sure. I think it was after 2000. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was a specific... It was the... Was it something 12, 21... One or something, like something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Something. I do remember the the Y two K bug. People were freaking out. Is like they were trying to pull all their like they were trying to take their money out because they were worried that their money would disappear. Or something. Again, for people who who don't know what the Y two K the quote unquote Y two K bug was about, uh, a bunch of years ago, uh, a lot of these programming softwares that created programs for financial business, you know, financial industries like banks and and did not have the foresight to put the entire four-digit year in their programming language. Mm. So it only, like, paid attention to the last two digits. What happens is that when the calendar turns, so when 99 becomes 00, (laughs) it does not become 1999 to 2000. It becomes 1999 to 1900, which could throw a lot of calculations off which could pretty much break a mm. lot of softwares. Yeah. So there was this panic, this huge financial panic, like this huge industry panic and programmers were were stressing themselves out. There's like guys were just losing their ish. You're you're kind of an IT guy. So yeah. you 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 graduated in 99 2000, right? So yeah. near that turn of the century. Well, a lot of us were like, yeah, it's not it's not a big deal. Yeah, don't but worry. Don't worry about it. I mean, like people in the industry is thinking, it's like, well, when if we have if there is a problem, you don't have to move the time forward. You can actually stop it on twelve thirty one nineteen ninety nine mm. until you're done fixing all the stuff, and then and then proceed to move the clock forward once mm. you're done fixing your shit, mm. right? You might lose out on some business or whatever while you're fixing your stuff, but you're not. There's, it's not going to be Armageddon. Mm. Not as catastrophic. Yes, as... yes, yes, yes. Mm. But anyway, it was it, it. Every news channel that you could hit had that. Well, yeah, it was it was the big news, right? We were thinking global shutdown, total blackouts. Yeah, market chaos. Right? Yeah, two thousand hit, and it was like, huh. It was just like yesterday. I mean, literally, you had like there were news stories of people going like digging out their backyard and building well, bunkers. People, people and, were afraid to fly. People were traveling, right? Because yeah. they're they're like, oh, it's just gonna shut down a plane, right? The plane's gonna just turn itself off automatically, and yeah, trains yeah. are gonna slam into each other. Yeah, so it was there was a level of paranoia that never happened. This is something so. that no no. I guess we would call these guys mill. Is it? Is, are they still classified as millennials? There's another name for. There's another name for the next. <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. because yeah. now there's a different name for them. Right? There, there's like post millennials, but mm-hmm. I don't even know what what is considered post. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so like people bought. So they, no, they never experienced that. Yeah, but I think they're they're interested in steampunk. When it reverted back to 1900, apparently we all decided to wear retro, retro. clothes. And, but steampunk integrated, like, tech plus, mm-hmm. like, western, mm-hmm. wild, wild west. That movie sucked. <laughs> but that was, like, that steampunk retro. That thing that came around around in 2000, right? So Yeah. Okay, so the technology boom post-2000 is extraordinary. We were, we were probably the last generation to... Uh, to not have it, grow up not yeah. you not having it, yeah. or re- yeah, you know what I mean. We we grew so up that without bridge. that with, yeah. without that without that ability. Yeah, so, we, so we've always been that bridge. And the, so. and the and the reason why you say that is that in two thousand one, that was the release of the very first iPod by Apple, not iPhone, mind you, iPod. Mm. So this was the music player. Yeah, that's kind of started it all, right? iPod kind of morphed into. The basically iPhone. Well, right? this, well, this was the dawn of the digital, yeah, digital because, music era, right? Yeah, because it was originally it was like originally it was, hey, I can play my music digitally on this little thing. Well, well, first you had to access the music, right? So first it was converting the CD to an MP3 file, right? So the MP3 was the hotness, right? And then it was trying to figure out how to play the MP3. Yeah. On what well, platform? I mean, basically, what happened is that in the 
late '90s became the MP3, the switch to digital. Well, the dawn of Napster, right? Yeah. The dawn of Napster, the use of MP3s, file sharing. Well, yeah, it's like people files. was like, I could play my music on my computer, and the next thing is like, well, how? What if I'm not next to my computer? It's mm. like now we have like, okay, I have a device that I can take the music that I've downloaded or ripped from my CDs yeah. and put it onto this. This was the beginning of the end for the Discman. Well, you got to revert back. Go even farther back. Go Walkman. Yeah, Walkman. Discman. Discman. Mini disc player. But so the iPod became <clears> like <throat> just a music player, but then yeah. as a music player that could play, then eventually it's like it became bigger. It's like it can play music now. It can play music and play videos now. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know what? Since it's a portable device, let's do our phone calls on it too. And that's how you became, that's how you got your smartphone. Mm. This was the beginning of the the whole digital era of like mobile, mobile devices. Yeah, affordable mobile devices. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go into a thing that's a little bit, a, a little somber, but still very, very, very um, poignant. The shooting of Columbine. Remember how big of a deal that was. But there was also that Springfield shooting in Oregon. That's, yeah. that's when I was in but what, 98, 99. Yeah. So that was, that was the precursor to this opening of this huge violence in schools, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the one, the one in Springfield was a very isolated incident that mm-hmm. had never happened. But you gotta think, I, I remember after that, that was the one, there, there was a Xerox shooting in Hawaii too. The Byron yeah, Hitsugi. But it was, yeah. Xerox, and then we never thought about it, and then Columbine opened this opened this whole sucker up, right? I mean, and yeah. now seems like every couple months, man. But I mean, like it was. Remember, like how when it happened, like how shocking it was. Like nobody could have imagined that, like a student would walk in and shoot their own fellow, you know, fellow schoolmates or whatever. It was unheard. Of. It it was unimaginable, and now it seems like we're getting stories like this on a on the daily. Oh yeah, I mean right? it's it's the fact that it's not like we're getting used to it, but it's it happens so frequently. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how to think about that. Right? Like it's Columbine was national headlines for days and during that time period. Twitter hadn't exploded. Facebook hadn't exploded. Mm-hmm. Like it, to think that if that happened now, I mean, like you know how it does now. I mean, you would have kids Facebook living this. Like, oh shit, there's a shooter here. You know what I mean? Like there would be there be people actually doing that now, right? Yeah. I mean, well, here's my question: Is like if that happened now, like if a Columbine shooting happened tomorrow, mm-hmm. will it have gained the amount of national recognition? Like national headlines and and attention and stuff that it got back then, because it seems like like the ones that we have now, it hits the. I mean, it makes the headlines, but in like three days, it's gone. Three or four Pretty days. Less. It, it's like the twenty four hour news cycle, right? It'll 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 go crazy. There are going to be debates about why did this happen. The Democrats are going to be like anti gun. The Republicans say, why are you talking about this during a tragedy? Thoughts and prayers. And then you have this debate, 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 then it goes away, and then it only rears its ugly head every time it happens. Right? I mean, it, it, we kind of know what the well, what's going to happen, and they're going to be like, some places are going to be like, oh, oh, it also depends on what kind of shooter. White shooter, oh, he was uh, troubled, a youth, he was, you know, there was an issue with his family, you know, mommy and daddy didn't love him enough. Mm-hmm. Or, but if it's a minority shooter, a black shooter, oh, he was... Or Islamic shooter Brown, whatever. He's a radicalist or whatever, anti-hating American, you know. And then they're gonna say like, "Oh, how did he get the guns?" He goes, "Oh, it's not the issue about the guns; it's about this." You know what I mean, like, <laughs> well, I mean, so let me let me rephrase my question. It's like, if Columbine happened tomorrow, would you think it would be treated any differently than any of the other school shootings that we've had in the past couple of years? No, it'll be treated the same, but it it, 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 it just burns. Yeah, it no. burns and it follows the same pattern at yeah. this point, and that's what's unfortunate that we're so 
inured to this fact that it's going to happen. But, what I can mean, we do about it? And it's like, well, the, you can get rid of all the guns, but it's, what are you going to do about it's, it? It's, 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 it's interesting because the, um, because the way it was treated back then is not going to be treated the way it is now. But in 2019, the atmosphere is so oh, divisive. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's so incendiary in the U.S. now that, like, it, it burns hot, it burns bright, and then it dissolves. Well, right? That's what yeah. it feels like to me. It, it, it you know, because remember, what about the shooting in Vegas? Do you remember that one? That killed a lot of people. That happened in Vegas. But you know what? You're gonna go to Vegas at some point. I'm gonna go to Vegas at some point. Are we going to walk around scared about it? Like, you kind of can't unless... <laughs> or we're going to buy flat jackets and yeah. vests, right? I mean, well, I, I mean it, the reason I bring it up is it's just I'm showing... I'm trying to compare, like, the things... Like I said, the things that were, happened before, you know, these the class of 2019 was born, the way was, things was... Things that happened and the way they were treated versus how we would treat things now. So there is that, you know, that contrast of... of how we handle things or like the way, mm-hmm. you know, our culture is, right? Mm-hmm. The culture back in 2000 versus the culture in 2019. It's not even 20 years difference and how much things have changed. But I, I feel like because it happened so closely after 9-11 mm-hmm. that the U.S. was so much more unified back then. Mm. So... When we rallied around Columbine and you know the victims, you you really vilified the shooters, mm-hmm. right? Like these shooters are bad people. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, you know, if it's a white shooter, like I said, oh, he had family issues or problems. I mean, like we didn't we didn't create contingencies for each person, the shooters, yeah. right? I mean, they were just bad dudes, right? Yeah. I mean, a shooter going into a school is a Freaking horrible person. Period. I don't care what you, where you did, how you did it, why you did it. I mean, you're just a bad person. It doesn't matter skin color, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender, religion. I mean, you're just a bad person. You know, but now it's different. Like, oh, now, now we're, now the United States is so divisive where some people are playing one side against the other to gain favor with one side. You know, I mean, it's just, that's what is different to me now, the atmosphere, you know. Okay, so let's let's lighten things up a little bit. Let's go to kind of like pop culture kind of stuff. Okay. So let's do a little bit of TV pop culture. Four TV shows that are older than the people that are graduating high school this year. And these are shows that are still going. They haven't been canceled. They started before 2000, and they're still going now. I think you can figure out a couple of them. I'm trying to think now. Like really? It's been 20... 20- well, you already know what is the longest running TV show series to date right now? Oh, The Simpsons. There you go. That's one. That's the easy one. Because that one's running for twenty-seven years, I think. Well, I'll give you a hint for one of them. Mm-hmm. One of them is an offshoot of an original series that has been canceled. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of all these shows. They're they're all gone. Yeah. Like I would say NCIS, but nope, that's that gone. One. NCIS. Yeah, they're gonna. This is their final season this year, but they've that's they've done only fourteen or fifteen seasons. Dun, I don't. Dun. Oh, Law and Order. Law and Order SVU it's still going. It's an offshoot of the original Law and Order. The original Law and Order is gone. Yeah. It started before I think it was nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety seven. Sure. Yeah. And still, still going. And then the last two, last two are animated shows. Family Guy. Family Guy is the and the, the third. This one I thought would be the second easiest I thought you would have gotten. Spongebob. No, I don't know. No. Uh, the one I have is the South Park. I don't even, th- even think of South Park at this point. Because they have like weird episodes, weird seasons and all this kind of... I never. Yeah, but they're in, like, they're in, their seasons are in the 20s as well. Like when I was in college and South Park came out and like, that blew my mind because it was a show that none of us has ever seen before. But is South Park relevant in the same vein as is The Simpsons still relevant? No, it's not. Maybe it might not have been as relevant as it as it used to be, but it still it still brings in ratings. It still does it bring in. I mean, for I guess for Fox, they have like a limited cachet. Especially The Simpsons, it would still bring in money because the amount of money they're paying these these voice actors to do the show 
like you've seen the you've heard like the negotiations and like how like oh South Park's I'm not uh, Simpsons has been renewed mm. and you find out how much these people are getting paid per episode is like that show has to make money because they're paying these guys a lot of money. Like I think the people that even like the Simpsons, a lot of them, it's run its course. I th- I think I I mean I'm I'm not a baby, but I'm, I was never really a Simpsons guy. But you you um, would, I mean like like as a production company, if you're if you're Fox before they got acquired by Disney, when you're at the negotiating table and it's like we want so many million per episode, and if you're not making money, we can't pay you this and make money off of this stuff. So can you already at this point? But I, I don't know what the cost is to make those shows too. Sometimes they might be so cheap. Right. Well, the animating, I'm sure, but I mean, like, it's not like it's not like it's high tech graphics they're using, but yeah. But like, so I think part of the, but the, the bottom, return on investment, right? Because yeah. If it's cheap, but still, know. the bottom line is like, because like I can't even remember like the last time they negotiated for like the the the, the voice actors pay and the the writers pay, because it's still the same guys who do the writing too, right? Yeah. Like they're getting paid a lot. Of, like last time I heard about it, it's like they got paid. Pretty well, so it's like but, like pretty well is I mean like I, million like m- like a million, million episode like seven figures per episode kind of thing. No, I mean if, if they're making a million per episode, I mean that's as much as like Friends and shit like that, right? What you're thinking is the Big Bang Theory, right? Or so even I mean, Big Bang Theory. So they're making the main five were making at least a million an episode, mm-hmm. and then the secondary three were making. Yeah, but you look at the Simpsons. It's like how many more actors and like how many more. Vac- you look at the the voice actor staff group of actors there that they use for the show. It's like it's bigger than Big Bang Theory. Really? Yeah. I thought not really. Like Hank Azaria, like Yearly Smith, Yearly Smith, Dan Castanella. Yeah, I mean the staff is what like eight people. Eight people doing multiple voices yeah, at a time. But still, I mean, the that's eight people versus how many people in in Big Bang Theory, right? Well, they got their eight, right? They, they have their eight core guys plus, I mean, whoever else yeah. they hired or whatever. So those are the four, like, and they're still primetime shows. These guys, these shows are South Park. I have no idea when when it goes on, honestly. <laughs> but I mean, it's like I think it's Thursday or something. I can't remember. Oh, but it used to be. I don't. I mean, like, it's, I, I, it's moved. South off Park is South Park is still one of Comedy Central's flagship because uh, Comedy Central has nothing else to bank on at this point, right? Well, I mean, Daily if, if, Show and and if they're not and if you're not watching like you know reruns of mm-hmm. crap, right? I mean. It was know. just kind of an interesting slice of like it was kind of an interesting slice of of pop culture. No, see, but, say, but like okay, going back to the millennials, do you? Th- I mean, I don't think even the millennials care that South Park, The Simpsons, Law and Order. Interesting. I mean, it's, that's not their that demographic. W- right? Yeah, it would be interesting to kind of take a look at the demographic. Like, a show. I'm sure there's people our age that still watch The Simpsons if they're still holding on. Well, but well, I, the other I'm thing not. too is like, how many millennials watch TV nowadays? Like they're watching stuff off of other media forms of digital media, right? They do, but I mean that I think with the new considerations they take into account, those like the TiVo and the yeah, no, but I mean like video on demand. Like you're talking about like the demographics watching these guys that are on these shows that are on t- cable TV. No, but I don't think they're even watching Simpsons though, right? Yeah. I mean, like to me, like because I know like they're saying like with the new Nielsen ratings and stuff, they take into account. DVRs, whatever, yeah. you know. I mean, even at times the YouTube, so, right? I mean, so but. the thing I'm like I'm thinking about is like I don't even know if these shows are tailoring for these millennials because they know that they're not in the medium that they're sh- they're they're showing their show, you know, their shows are on because their shows are like these shows are not on demand, like cable, sh- like they're cable TV show. I mean, they're just on the box, right? Well, you can get video on demand for the Comedy Central, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, like, you know what I mean? It's like I don't, I don't see them showcasing SVU or Simpsons or South Park on my digital streams or anything like that. Why in, reinvest into the dinosaur, right? If it's been there for twenty years, well, it's already there, right? So the way the way these like these television companies and all that kind of stuff, they, the way they shit can like like shows that. As soon as there's a hint that they're not gonna like, there's a decline or whatever, they 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 can shows already without even giving them a chance. I would think that these four still must bring in some kind of profit for them because 
Because if not, they would have been gone a long time ago. Well, you got to think SVU. They rip. It's ripped from the headlines. Don't you hear that often? Right, ripped from the headlines. It's you know so and so scandal. Famous guy has sex with a victim. I mean, so they can always just regurgitate stuff that they see on Dateline, right? I, mean, that, I think SVU can do that. South Park, I know from watching like how they make South Park. I think they were. I think they it's can just, turn around within so, three days or something. Within right? a week, five to six days, I think. Yeah, I think. but they but they can get information from a Wednesday and convert it to a Sunday or well, whatever. yeah, their process, so, their, their turnaround is is one of the shortest in that. Yeah, in, so in, they so they can be they can stay timely, but in terms of longevity, right? The timeliness doesn't equate into longevity, well, right? I think South Park lost is lost an advantage that it had over a lot of other shows was it was its edginess. Because before they were, uh, they were the ed- they were they were what made them appealing was their one of the edgiest shows. Yeah, out there, they're no right? longer edgy. It's me. It's, well, it's not. They're it's still mainstream. edgy. Yeah. It's still edgy, but it's just that everybody else kind of caught like a lot of other places caught up to well, it. The, the level of irreverence, everybody's doing it now. Mm. So I mean, it's they they've been brought back to the pack. So for that reason, there's nothing. That they're saying that is so egregious that rankles people. Like before, mm. it used to be like when they used to blast the Mormons and whatever. I mean, they're mm. like some people. Oh, too easy a target, right? Plus they, plus they did Book of Mormon so that they went super mainstream with it, right? So when they bring it back to just merely South Park, it's like okay, it's some foulmouth fourth, fourth graders. I mean, they they also never grew up just like Simpsons, right? Which is always. Confounding to a Simpsons family mm-hmm. guy that mm-hmm. they don't ever evolve, right? They're just mm-hmm. sometimes you, you want to see evolution in in characters and. Uh, let's switch gears and let's do a little bit of sports. So, out of all the major sports or professional sports, Major League Baseball, they're the only professional sport major sports organization that has not expanded within the lifetime of the post millennials. So that was the D-Rays and Diamondbacks? Which was in 1998. There was some shuffling around, right? Some teams got moved here and there kind of thing. But Milwaukee still, and, and Houston. Was that af- before or after Montreal already moved, though? Well, Montreal was always in the East. They were yeah, always no, in but, the East. But I mean, like, they shuffled, like... So Montreal left and became... Washington Nationals. Yeah, National. No, so they realigned. They went from four... They went from four to six divisions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, still the same amount of teams. So there was no new teams. Every other major sports organization has actually expanded except Major League Baseball. In the NBA, in 2002, they expanded. They added the Charlotte Hornets, which oh. became the New Orleans Pelicans. So it's kind of funny, right? It's like, wasn't it? Uh, no, this, ooh, yeah. this is tricky. No, because they, they became the Charlotte Bobcats. No, that's the New Orleans Hornets became. Wait, what? The Charlotte Hornets became the New, or- New Orleans Pelicans, but another team got shifted back and became the Bobcats. Ooh, this is tricky now. Because isn't it that cause, was because the New Orleans Hornets became the New Orleans Pelicans, and, and then another team became came into Charlotte and became because the Charlotte Hornets were gone. So they lost those guys. Then they brought in the Charlotte Bobcats. Seattle moved. Seattle became Oklahoma City. Vancouver. Vancouver became Memphis. That's right. The Vancouver Grizzlies became the Memphis Grizzlies. And NFL. In 2002, there was one new team, and that was the Houston Texans. And then NHL. <laughs> man, they're whatever. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I have a Vegas team that's doing very well. So. Yeah. So it was like the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Minnesota Wild, Wild, and the what Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Well, you see the the Carolina Hurricanes or something. They're there. Yeah. There. There's another one coming out in a couple of years too. Hopefully, there's one in in the Pacific Northwest. The <laughs> Seattle team, Seattle or Portland. Yeah. Well, you got to think, if you're a baseball fan in the new millennium, some kids will have never grown up knowing that Boston never won a championship. That's, that's Oh, and big, Chicago, too. Chicago only won once since then. Boston's won a couple, right? So, yeah, but, I mean, still, like, there was no, like, they don't understand the curse of the Bambino or the yeah. coast. Was it the goat curse? That was, that was the Cubs one, right? The Cubs was the goat, yeah. yeah the goat. And then 
So, the longest running cur- curse for Major League Baseball is the Cleveland Indians. Which was foretold in the classic movie Major League. Yeah. To realize people in the 1900s never saw Boston win again, right? Boston or Chicago. I mean, it was. I think there was only one person that actually... Yeah. No, they were saying like one person actually saw... Boston win the World Series when they won it. I think it was like a 90-something-year-old person. At least, yeah. yeah. Or was it Chicago? It might have been the Chicago because I think Boston won, there was none. Well, it's funny to think that since since 2000, if you cheer for Boston, you'd be, you'd be considered almost a front-runner. Prior to the 19, you know, the 90s, if you cheer for Boston, you're just a sucker. That and the Cubs, you're a lovable loser. Right? Okay. So let's do some, let's do some a little bit more pop, let's, let's go back to a little bit more pop culture. And then uh, I did a little bit of research and I found like 16 words that did not exist pre-post-millennial. Okay. Okay. It's probably got to be a lot of tech words, right? Most of them are tech words. Here's some easy ones. Bitcoin. That's within the last five years. That's even newer than new, right? I mean... Uh, Tweet, like in terms of like Twitter tweets. Emoji. Selfie. That's a disease. <laughs> Vlog or vlogging. Mm-hmm. YouTuber. Hmm. And along the same lines, Facebook, Google. Well, you got to think even blog is a, a word, right? Blog, but blog actually was around. And I remember blogs. No, but I mean, but that's still a turn of the, turn of the millennial word. I mean, yeah. so the, the next generation is a vlog, right? I mean, like when I was in college, I actually have a, had a friend, she was a very prominent, like she was actually a well-known blogger. That actually is a term that actually kind of disappeared recently. No, because vlogging, right? I yeah. mean, you've hit two generations. Yeah. Already, right? So I it's mean, basically blog, like vlogging got, got replaced by, blo- uh, like vlogging replaced blogging. Yeah. And like that term, like, which, like showed up maybe in the late 90s or something is like it's no longer a relevant term anymore yeah, yeah. which is kind of funny it was kind of interesting it's like within 20 years a word was invented and pretty much just wiped from existence already yeah along the same word lines of that meme and apps hmm. in the way we we treat it uh digital footprint hmm. right what about like a terabyte did that exist prior to they kind of technically existed, but it was like it was considered theoretical at that point mm. because the wording was already there. Fine, but like Meg. it was been actualized right now in the new millennium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, before we, I mean, it was how fast was your Pentium? I think it was actually more conceptualized when, like, uh, there was like debates on like, like the human brain versus a computer, and there's like when somebody actually quantify like what the human brain if they quantified a human brain based on a computer stuff it held so many something terabytes of data versus what about what, what about now what's what's after a terabyte I out of curiosity I, I mean think that in the next five years we'll I'm sure there is that, right? I'm sure I'm because there's like a the, there's like a group of standards and regulations that they, well terrace four so it's gotta be like a quad quint, quint right yeah quint some other words e-reader smartphone <laughs> and smartphone yeah yeah that's in the that's been in the vernacular e-reader sounds hokey I don't like it and then uh, <laughs> finally oh, hashtag yeah. before hashtag it was called the pound sign right yes pound so. me too don't so say that out loud no 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 hashtag and then finally Wi-Fi, yeah. So Wi-Fi <laughs> was Wi-Fi was a technology that was developed within the past. What does it stand for? Wireless Wire- fidelity. Lo-fi, hi-fi, like high fidelity, right? Lo-fi. Yeah. Wi-fi. So you got to find the root words, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know where it came from. Okay, so um, moving on, let's do some. Let's do. S- These are kind of like some little bit more like pop culture movie stuff. Post millennials has have never seen. The original start uh, Star Wars trilogy in theaters because the I think was at the twentieth anniversary remastered re released yeah was in the late nineties the prequels uh, came out in the early two thousands I think it started in two thousand one into or two thousand three 
Sort of like, like Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace. No, that came out in like 98 or 97. No, it came out... I, I looked it up. It's in 2000, it was in 2000... I went to the theaters to watch it. I was going to put that as like one of the things post-millennials never seen in theaters was Phantom Menace, but... Because the original Star Wars came out in what, 77? Oh, released in 1999. Yeah. Sorry. That I, was the first one. Because I remember going to the theater to watch the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I was going to say something about the prequels, but yeah, it, it was right right around the turn. Yeah. So I think I think what happened is that they did ninety in nineteen ninety seven was the the twentieth anniversary. Yeah. And then two years later was Phantom Menace, and then two years after that was Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Two years after that. Yeah. And then um, in post millennials would not know that George Clooney was Batman. Really? Yes. So they missed the whole Tim Burton slash whatever you would call it after that Batman series. Well, Michael Keaton. So Michael... So our Batman was different than their Batman. Their Batman was... I don't know if we ever consider that our Batman. (laughs) But, I mean, you know what I mean, right? It's like the movie Batman was... Yeah. Like, was Christian Bale, I think was in 2003, they they got to know that Val Kilmer was Batman and yeah this Michael like, Keaton. You know, if you basically just going on pop pop culture. Well, in some respects, they might just think that Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman because he's the most known but, sound. But they wouldn't have realized like what is like where did they get the whole idea from the Kevin Conroy Batman with the you know the music and everything came from the original Batman movie which Michael Keaton. Right? Oh, the Danny Elfman? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the Danny Elfman, right? Mm. Okay, let's do a little bit of music. Uh, Postman Leos will, will, uh, do not know that Destiny Childs was a four-member group. They came out in, what, 99? Well, they broke up soon after, right? Well, like a couple years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, by 01, Beyonce was on her own. Well, yeah. they've never seen four-person Destiny's Child with Beyonce. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They've seen three-person Destiny's Child, but yeah. not four-person Destiny's Child. Um, Gwen Stefani was not part of No Doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's unfortunately true. Post-millennials do not know what grunge is. <laughs> e, unless they dug up, yeah. And I was gonna say I was gonna say this time, but like it kind of changed a little recently because I seen I seem to notice a little bit of resurgence. But all the offshoots of like alternative and stuff like that, so grunge and ska. But I've noticed like there's a couple like groups nowadays that are kind of showing up in terms of ska that they're always gonna try to keep it alive in some respects. So yeah, but I mean like uh, so what was. A major music movement in the Pacific Northwest, alternative rock and grunge with all the groups. It, it's just been renamed, though. If you think about it, they've got emo, they got screamo, they got yeah. I mean that that's kind of they don't know who Kurt Cobain is. Well, if they don't know, they don't know music. What grunge was? The grunge sound was a very moody, ethereal sound, which evolved into. You know, dashboard confessionals by the new millennials, where they're screaming their feelings. Yeah, and, but it but like it wasn't the, a heavy sound. Yeah, it was, it was but more. By of then, a, the name grunge was kind of gone. Yeah, it got replaced by something well, else because grunge became mainstream, right? I mean, like the the groups, well, like then Foo it, Fighters, kind of point, became at a that rock point, band. Yeah, because so. at that point, then it by definition, if it became the mainstream, then it's, it's no longer alternative. Yeah, it's pop. Yeah, it's not alternative. Yeah, I mean, it, when when it becomes pop, yeah, the alternative moniker goes away. Yeah. yeah. So, and like with ska, it was that was kind of like a little. Well, ska was considered like a, a, an offshoot of alternative, right? It was part of the alternative umbrella. Well, see, it depends on where you're looking, for, which branch you're looking for, right? Because essentially, some people think of the reg, it's reggae dance hall ska, but then there's the other group that thinks it's punk, you know, rancid and whatever. Well, there was, like, it was punk, there was punk ska, yeah. there was, like, different branches of Yeah, so it's either, you either go the punk route or the dance hall route, right? So the some, reggae, like, Hep, whatever. like, Hepcat was more, like, the dance hall, not as punky, right, versus 
the No Doubt, the Blink, not really Blink, uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, the Boss Tones, Real Big Fish. Those are more like the the punk sound, right? So, yeah. Then you had like Dancehall Crashers, yeah, like Goldfinger, like those kind yeah. of guys. So those those are like the originators, right? And then it kind of branched like, off to Save yeah, Ferris. Save Ferris. It was kind of fun looking at like music genres that kind of went extinct or just kind of disappeared. It's. I think it's not necessarily have gone in extinct, no, no, but it's, it, it's, it's evolved. Well, yeah. it's evolved and and switched, and it got to be replaced by something else. Well, re, to me, it's just it just changed packaging because, yeah. like you said, grunge is from the nineties. So, like, um, like for example, like R and B in the nineties sounds super dated now. That new jack swing shit, like like boys to men, black street shy, all that fast shit. Sounds super dated. Well, I mean, like, I mean, because that was that was a whole brand, right? That was the Motown Philly. Well, it was the, it was the New Jack Swing that they called it. Yeah. So that is so of the time that I listen to it now and I cringe. <laughs> Except for the the ballads are good, but all the fast stuff horrible. Like I listen to like the the rap music. You can see like the evolution of rap music from the East Coast and the West Coast. You can kind of see the bloodlines like that. You can see like the southern bloodlines, you know, like the Outcast to Goody Mob, and I mean it's 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 interesting like that. And so it was, it's more interesting when it when they spontaneously evolve like uh, Eminem in Detroit, mm-hmm. like you know those those are interesting how it sprouts up. Well, I, um, it was it was like when I did the research and things like that. It was more it was more like like not like total like like major major uh label labeled kind of uh types of music like hip hop, R and B, pop and all that kind of stuff. Because those things will always there will no, always but, be but, there. It'll, it'll, but it just changes and morphs and evolves. But like these these subsets are things that came from alternative rock and things like that. Like I said, it's like so grunge and and ska they don't they don't call it grunge and ska anymore. It's something else. No and, but but you gotta think that's what new millennials will never understand either because before there was never a venue where you could play your music have it recorded upload it to the internet and become famous i'm sure you know or i know a lot of people that from the neighbor islands that could sing the shit out of it and play a uke but never got bigger than their backyard right and then but you gotta see like guys like justin bieber right who <laughs> sung and danced and acted cute and you know, they got billions of followers on Facebook. They got a music career, right? I mean, it, they will never understand that kind of struggle for, well, the like... underground. They, yeah. There's no such thing as, like, an underground anymore. Because right now... It's, it's not like, the same as it used yeah, to be. Yeah, because you can... You could literally just get a keyboard, whatever, sing so they, some songs Basically, anybody, anybody at any given day can become YouTube famous and then turn it into actually pop famous. Yes. And and monetize that fame. Yeah. I mean, that that's what it is. The... The turn the turnaround to monetize that fame is nearly instantaneous now. That's so, that's something that we would never conceive of twenty years ago. Like they won't know who Nirvana, Pro Jam, like those kinds of people. They were. will if they actually appreciate good music. And you know, <laughs> those, those are quality type groups. I mean, yeah, like you no, listen to it now. I understand, but if like, but basically, if like, if somebody didn't dig, it's not going to be on somebody's playlist. You know what? You know what I've watched recently now. When I think about it on YouTube, they go, "Who the fuck is this? You who is Tupac shit? Who's Biggie? Biggie not that good. Biggie not that. Oh, I like I like Quavo, and I like." You know, <laughs> like, shut the fuck up with this Quavo bullshit. Like, oh, actually, that's another one that I hadn't even. Said. Post millennials will never understand. Well, um, did not were born and raised post East East Coast versus West Coast. See, but the unfortunate thing is, there's actual gun violence in the schools. No, right? no, no, I mean, no, but, <laughs> no. But I mean, you know what I mean? It yeah, was there, like, there was a it was contempt, a thing, yeah. but it was an actual thing where there was actually it was actually actual gunfire. Yeah. I mean, right? it, it killed two of the most prominent rappers. But and 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 it was it was the violence between the two factions was played out on pop culture and and TV and entertainment. It directly affected people getting hurt, <laughs> dying. No, but if you think if if you can extrapolate that into like Major League Baseball, professional sports, because. 
if I don't get what I want, I move to another place. You know, you make friends there. Before, before in the 80s and 90s, guys wouldn't change teams so willy-nilly, right? Professional sports. And so, well, free when agency they were, hasn't changed. Like, oh, free agency has evolved. But back before, you were on one team, you are on the other, they going to fight. Right? Dodgers didn't like Giants or whatever. Now, and, and it was sacrilege if you were a Giant to become a Dodger. Now, now it's like, whatever, right? There's no, dollar, elite, yeah. there's no allegiance, there's no whatever. So, like, there was, there's utter contempt between East Coast and West Coast, but now, they, they all intermingle, do rap remixes, friends of friends, whatever. I mean, like, well, it was, it wasn't, it was, it's a little, good, it's good in terms of it's a kind of friendlier world for, well, definitely, but like, know. but back then it was more of a, I think, it, because it was a battle between like the labels, like wasn't it label like, like Shook, like it was the whole thing with those guys. Yeah, it was more the fact that Tupac said that he fucked Faith Evans, who was dating Biggie at the time. So that kind of set off the anger. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of things. And then and then and then when Snoop Dogg went to the East Coast for the Source Awards, everybody booed Snoop Dogg in the East Coast, and Snoop Dogg was like, "Y'all don't like West Coast? Well, fuck you too, right?" And so. Then he took it back to the West Coast. It, it was, and, it, yeah. I mean, if you watch a lot of those like documentaries, you see like East versus West Coast kind of rap things, and like the, the eventually the dismantling of what's it, the NWA, right? Mm. Right. It was like a lot well, of like Dr. Dre versus Easy. It was Dr. Dre versus Easy, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it was, it, was it, it, it's, it's so interesting. And well, but what was more interesting where it, it got rid of the Bloods versus Crips gun violence in California at one point, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the California violence kind of went away between those two factions. <laughs> I mean, now, now got, there's a whole shitload of new kind of got turned into like, but it turned into like a violence against this kind of research. Kind of turned up a lot of interesting things. Well, they always talk about the the ones that die young at 27, right? There, there's a whole epidemic of famous pop stars musically well, that died even like for like wasn't it like there, during that grunge era there was a lot of like suicides during those like a lot of those performers that were in well the Alice in Chains guy I think he had a heroin overdose I mean a lot of those guys died well, of drugs so. I mean like yeah even the like I know Kirk Cobain like put a gun to his mouth but I mean he, like he was heavily into drugs he also grew up in the northwest and northwest is known for uh, seasonal affective disorder <laughs> sad yeah, I mean, but it, it but it, it affected Chris Cornell ultimately, and Chester Bennington, right? I mean, those two guys. I mean, that those are like the post grunge. I mean, Cornell is Temple Pilots, and Soundgarden, Soundgarden. I mean, like amazing bands that came out of that Pacific Northwest that yeah. these post millennial people, unless they unless they go back and listen to that kind of stuff, they don't know who these guys are. And these guys were. I, I mean, these groups were iconic back when we were growing up. The hope is that if you like music, you listen to 90s guys. A lot of the music now, to me, is very much affected by the 90s. But they don't know that. I mean, that's the unfortunate thing, right? I mean, that's why why I'm listening to my old CDs, because I'm trying to figure out the direction... My brain went from the 90s till now. <laughs> then it ended up in K-pop. Well, see, well, that, that's, <laughs> that's the evolution. Like, I mean, I did like female singers, rappers, TLC was always on the line. You should actually try to draw, like, well, map it out. Well, I'm doing it. I mean, like, I'm, it's it's happening now. I, mean, I see yourself as, like, but I'm just, like, thinking is like, you should do one where you actually map it out from beginning to end, like, from, from birth to, to, to end. The current. Well, birth is hard because I was listening to like the Carpenters. I know, but but still, like it's you know, you, mm. there's got to be an evolution, right? So it's like trying to trace that that line is going to mm. be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess good or bad. Part of the issue with the music, whenever I look at it, is how we acquired music was different. Oh, then and now, right? I mean, back then we had to buy CDs. Now you can buy it one song, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's and now. People always question the quality of an album, <laughs> which is funny because the more I look back, I mean, some of these albums that I bought really sucked. I mean, it's well, fun. back then it was like it wasn't singles. Yeah, it was, I mean, like you had to buy the album to hear the songs, yes, right? Exactly. So, and so when I hear this, the entire album's down. Like, why did I like? Like, I bought a twelve dollars CD for two songs. Like, I really hate the CD. But I mean, like, but unless was, you unless you could unless you could actually if you had the 
the stereo system that you could record music off the radio, <laughs> right? Yeah. That was the only way you could get it because there was no there was. Or it was that, it was that weird it was that weird in between phase because there was no singles being released, but like before that there used to be the forty five RPM like mm. the, the records right or the, the thirty three and the forty five yeah yeah the forty fives right which yeah. was a small record that was yeah. the singles the single song that was the, that was basically the vinyl single mm. and then b- between vinyl and and mag tape with you know cassette tape right <laughs> which nobody knows what the fuck cassette tape is no more <laughs> no, no, no 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 absolutely not VHS and cassette those are dead the only way to get a song was to buy the album it's like it was either blank tape and try to like hey dude can I borrow your stereo your radio <laughs> cassette test stereo because I want to catch the song and then you try to call the radio station to request the song so they can play it so you can catch it on your you record it on your your stereo and there, all that kind of or shit. The top eight at eight, right? So you oh, know. dedications, the whatever. No, the, like, see, there, there's just a top eight where they would just have, they would they would play the eight top songs of the day and say, "Oh, dude, I know it's number seven. Ready, set, go." What the hell? It's not the right song. Oh, they do the they do the abbreviated, right? Yeah. And you got pissed yeah, off, right? They, they they didn't play the full song. They played the shorted version. Yeah. Like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that was my that was that's it for my. Post millennial versus our old ass kind of compa- uh, comparison in terms of like what what do post millennials what did post millennials miss out on at you know, the turn it, of the century? They're, they're just lucky to live in a in a time period where they have endless amounts of choices, anything and everything. There are endless amounts, right? I mean, back in the day. I'm not sure if you ever look into your dad's liquor cabinet or whatever. It was like uh, Johnny Walker and Jim Beeman. That's it. Oh God! Like vodka, you can get Smirnoff or Stoli. What kind of? What kind of? Do you remember? Do you remember what your parents like? Like what was? Or your parents or your family, your uncles and and grandparents, whatever, what they drank for beer. My uncle drank Keystone Light because it just came out. It was like that was the lightest light beer, right? It was what in the nineties, in the late eighties, early nineties. I mean, because it was like Bud, Bud Light, Coors, Coors Light, right? Heineken, Heineken. I mean, no Heineken Light. It was there was Heineken. no Heineken back when I like when I was young. There was no Heineken. It it was around. It just wasn't. It was the, Heineken was the the like oh that was a special occasion. Yeah, I have a Heineken. The green bottle, right? Yeah. When I was young, there was Budweiser and it was Michelob. Not Michelob Light, not Michelob Ultra. Michelob. Michelob. And before it was before it was called Michelob, it was called Olympia. Oh, Olympia had the pop, dude. It was the pop tab. Yeah, but like, that was but that but yeah. Olympia was Michelob. That sounds familiar. Yeah. And I think it was Jack Daniels or something like that. As 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 I mean, hard. Well, Jack. Yeah, Jack was always there. Jack and Crown. Cuddy Sark or something. Oh, something Shark. you know, like something like that. Cuddy like, Shark, I think. Couple names you just knew, right? I mean, like you open up the thing and there's only like four liquor. <laughs> I mean, now I mean, I got it was four. the white and gold can or the white and red can. Yeah. And it was like basically like, dude, in, in my office right now, I can get like five or six different types of hard alcohol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, music wise, right? They sub genre things. I mean, there's EDM, trip hop, da da da. I mean, like endless amounts of music. uh Books you can read, endless amounts, right? What else? Television, you know, with the digital cable. No, we were just talking YouTube. about like things that when we were growing up, it's like on television, it was like it was four channels. And if you missed it, you missed it, yeah, you right? Missed it. That you you never. I mean, you well, actually had to keep track of your time because like we got to get home because two thirty is when the the afternoon cartoon net, you yeah. know, the afternoon cartoon lineup starts. Yeah. And you had cartoons between two thirty and four thirty. If you miss those, that's it. Yeah. It's like once the once you see the like, and now the news, right? Yep. When the news so is like, late. yeah, too <laughs> late, you're screwed. Yeah, I mean, there was no ESPN, so it's like sports was always sports was only ten minutes in the in the new at the end of the mm. uh, at the end of uh, the in like when if you were a sports person, you had to wait for. 25 minutes of the news because the, the evening news was only half an hour. Yeah. And the last five minutes was sports. 
And that was the only time you get to watch sports. Yep. Right? <laughs> so it's like if you were if you were baseball or basketball or whatever friend and if it wasn't a good game, it wasn't a popular game or whatever, then yeah. it wouldn't have made the highlights and yeah. you have to wait until the next day to read it in the newspaper. Yeah. I mean it's hard to imagine like all these things, right? I mean Oh like me Well just getting information period, right? I mean here, before you we were dominated by Watching it on the news Here, or whatever. Here's something that was kind of funny: is like when we, like me and you, play fantasy baseball mm-hmm. a lot, or like fantasy sports. Period, right? Mm-hmm. Back when I was in high school, to find out how your quote unquote fantasy team did, you had to get the newspaper and look at the box scores on the newspaper, and then you just had to like kind of scribble out your your you know like we check you know, your stuff. No, you know how we did it. How? USA Today. And you just look at the totals or something? So, so you'd have last week, this week's stats, right? Last week's stats, this week's stats, you just subtract. So that'd be the easiest well, way. Well, I used to, I used to, back then, I when I was when I was young, I used to, there used to be like, if USA Today had a baseball weekly. Oh, yeah. There was a baseball weekly that was owned by USA Today, mm-hmm. and that was something that I would subscribe to. You would subscribe to that, and you get that every every Sunday. Well, if you're in Hawaii, it's Monday. Monday because, or Tuesday. Yeah, Monday <laughs> or Tuesday, because it takes friggin' forever to get to Hawaii. But yeah. you subscribe to that, and then you would get all your all your your weekly roundup kind of thing, because there was no ESPN back then. Yeah. And you would just read those, and you read the news, newspaper, you know, the articles, and... That's how you find out like the transactions or like oh this person is getting called up and <laughs> you know what I mean right it was all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. I mean I, this person got traded hey no ways I remember when Larry Johnson had the biggest triple double I'd ever seen in my entire he had a like a twenty two nineteen and fifteen and two blocks and two assists and two three pointers and then I never saw his name in the newspaper again and. and <laughs> And we wondered, what the hell happened to Larry Johnson? Like, oh, he had back surgery, so now he's done for his career. Like, <laughs> now I can get that on my phone within three minutes of him hurting himself. Oh, right? yeah. Like, like, <laughs> we were, like, like we have our phones and stuff. And then um, uh, I think it was uh, a couple weeks ago, Carlos Rodon has, like, had a Tommy John surgery mm-hmm. or something. Like, he, the dude literally walked off the mound, got hurt, <laughs> walked off the mound, and, like, about four hours later is, like, He's going to need Tommy John surgery. He's out for the season. Hey, fortune for you to millennials. If you get hurt, it's not a catastrophic injury anymore. You got to think about that too, man. Back in back in the 90s and whatever, an ACL surgery was death. Right? Those are career enders. It used I to wonder be... I wonder if millennials ever know like has have they ever read only probably when they're little like when they were 3 years old in 2003 or something. Not even that. I, I'm, that I'm not sure. I mean, they might read it when they're at the... Because, like, even when we were in grade school or high school, like, when you did research and something like that, one of the things they do is they, they give you the newspaper. It's like, read a newspaper article and then do a write-up on it. Well, I mean, like well, you got to think. The the super prehistoric was when they converted uh, microfiche to microfiche. And, Microfilm, microfiche. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they know that that is. They, they don't know probably the Dewey Decimal System. There's no purpose for that. Mm. Just something that was so generally accepted, like, as, like, f- like an actual newspaper, mm. right? Like, a newspaper arrives in your newspaper, you know, like, in, with your yeah. mail and stuff. You grab it, you take it, and, I mean, you can't read it until they deliver it, mm. right? Yeah. So it's like not like a phone or a computer where you just type, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it like that, your news gets to you. Or even not, the news comes to you before you even ask for it, right? Well, you, see, but not, but at this point now, when you read a newspaper, that news is already 24 hours old. Yeah. They, they don't understand the, the speed at which news is happening now. The 24-hour news cycle that, you know, anything that happens can come, come to your phone the second it happened, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, that's that's the whole thing. It's just like, but also don't trust everything in, in on online because a lot of it is bullshit. Because <laughs> some people believe that too. Well, that's kind of interesting because it's like <laughs> like the whole idea of like fake news and all that bullshit and yeah. kind of things like that. Nobody ever would say that. Like when it when you're reading a newspaper, you basically took whatever was in the newspaper as 
Face value, right? But but it's interesting before because when when we used to have to do research projects for college, you have to go into the stacks and get the books and get the microfilm. And sometimes you could go online to find the article on Medline, right? But now, I think the primary source of all information is just to go straight to the internet, pull something off the internet, and go, this is my truth. And then you'd be like, uh, written by Neelan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, this is total bullshit, and I made it shit up, right? I mean, it could, well, it could be real, or it could be fake, right? Well, that I mean, was kind of, it was kind of weird, because, like, um, when I was in college, when we would do research papers, one of the things they would say is, like, your references cannot be electronic. It couldn't be websites. Mm. Because websites or web pages or whatever could not be vetted. Right? Yeah. You cannot prove that these websites, these electronic media, <laughs> is like verified, re- verified true fact. Yeah. Right? So, like, when you do your when you do your research papers and things like that, you got to refer to publications, written media, things yeah. that you can vet. I don't think you can do that now with like if you're in college now. I don't think it's possible for you to do a research paper without doing a reference to like any digital like no digital media. Well, but a lot of the digital media goes to an actual journal listing too, right? No, now. but that's what I mean. But it's like basically it's like you you now now you can use digital media as a resource. But I think that's as a reference. Yeah, I still think you need to find it from a, a reputable source. So the source has to be reputable and then it can be trusted. But you know, if if you go to my website and I write something about massage is the greatest cure for cancer, right? You know what I mean? And people are like, I heard it from Aaron. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, is that a reputable website? The answer is no. So yeah, the and, and AGA I know, but, or the but, APA, but, or but the, it it it's now like certain like there's a there's there's resource now it becomes like digital media becomes a resource uh, for. Like well, your research. Well, it has for people who are uninformed and are, are lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, the anti-vaxxer, you know, like the GMO, anti-vax, all that issue is like, oh, but I read this article online. And they're like, oh, that line, you know, that was yeah, so a bastardized article me, yeah, or whatever. It, it makes me wonder, it makes me wonder is like if we didn't have, didn't have digital media for that kind of stuff, if a lot of this kind of stuff would still happen because, like I said, we had the stigma of like when we were in college it's like digital media is not verified true information so you cannot treat it as fact like these anti-vaxxers and stuff that they wouldn't have these kinds of bullshit stories that they can like jump on and say this is true right this and, is and verified check my, and check my article right yeah no I mean but like yeah. right because there's not going to be a written there wouldn't be a written publication that would say like mm. vaccines vaccines give you cancer. No, but like the, the whole the whole issue, the whole issue with this information is you can give yourself awards and you can vet yourself and you can create your own organization to support mm. your. I mean, so that that's the whole issue. You can create a lot of these things to make it look legitimate, but all that effort is still load of shit, right? So, so I mean, it's a. Double edge, you know, it's a double edged sword. Like for these these post millennials, like they have the as much resources as available at their fingertips as any person ever born, been born yeah. in any given timeline, whatever. Yeah. But the problem is, is that they also have a lot of bad resources <laughs> available yeah. at their fingertips, and, and and you know what I mean. And it's just a matter of like whatever fucking fruit they pick off the branch like will steer them in the right or wrong direction well, it, go, it, go, it always goes back to moderation of use right if you well, can it's use just it a appropriately of, and you're smart like you gotta learn it's on all, your own it all has to it all has to it all boils down to like due diligence is basically yeah. it's like you cannot you cannot take anything at face value period yeah right and it's like whether it's whether whatever side of the fucking pond you're on yeah you got to determine if this thing is considered is is authentic or like smoke up your ass kind yeah. of thing kind of but <laughs> we've never had to deal with that when we were younger our resources 
were pretty much well established in terms of like what is true and what is real and what is fake and bullshit. We also respected authority. <laughs> that's another podcast. No, but I mean, I, <laughs> I think that's what's important too, though. It's just because well, yeah. when when pe- when your teachers told you a truth, you didn't just go. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, but you kind of respected a, it enough. Yeah, there's. I mean, that's a that's. I think that's another something that we could we could tackle like, in terms of like questioning authority and, and and things like that. I mean, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing it. As well, I mean, <laughs> and the wrong way gets you tased or shot in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, future of our gen- you know, the future of our country. Please take good care of it because. Because our future is in your hands. <laughs> well, we're we're kind of sorry that we left you in this situation, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. It's it's not our fault, really. It's <laughs> so for you high schoolers that are about to graduate. Good luck. Keep stretching for more knowledge and what try to make you know try to make the most of yourselves and things like that and. Don't be a don't be a snowflake. Those of you who act, you know, those of you who actually graduated college and university, welcome to the real world. It ain't gonna get any easier. <laughs> it's, it's all down road and downhill yeah, from here, it's bro. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get it's gonna get worse before it gets better. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't think life is gonna give you anything, man. Welcome to the real world, <laughs> bitch. No, 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 no. Ah, with that, four pawns, Neil. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. That's you're in, Aaron. You're in trouble. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Uh.